0: And now, everyone, it's show eighty-four here, the Pucknologist here on Teal Town, USA. What it is, what it was, what it shall be. Oh, what a sh- sh- week! Uh, I'm joined by the one and only Rocket Back, Andrew.
1: Hello.
0: <laughs> and Hockey Jerk.
2: Just want to say a quick hello to all my followers who live in Moscow, Russia, and uh, Saudi Arabia. And um, don't worry, your check will get there next week. It's in the mail. Nice.
0: (laughs) Don't forget, as always, hit us up on the social media, throw the subscribes on YouTube, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like us on Facebook, check us out on Reddit. Don't forget, we got the new Green Room Discord thing happening on, so find us on Discord. And, hey, something came up. Not too long ago, and that was, it's been a long time since someone has thrown us a review or a little bit of love on iTunes, so if you have an iTunes account, we'd sure love a five star on there and some cool love in the comments. Nice review, something along those lines. Uh, So head that off, and we'd appreciate it. Let's go to the hot takery bakery right away. Is dust, dusts it off? Okay, dust the quote unquote the most overused phrase in hockey this season, like all, I I don't ever remember like Randy Hahn using that term really before. Like if he did prior to this year, it was very infrequent. And now I hear Randy use it all the time. I hear the national guys using it constantly. Is it just me? No.
2: Um, I, I mean, I, I, I live for, for, for hockey phrases. So it's to hear it a lot. Doesn't really stand out to me um i mean it's a great phrase you know dust it off um i know a big fan of that big fan you know running at a racetrack or real estate that's another good one (laughs) i heard a really good one was watching dallas stars and uh tried to set up a play didn't work out and the playback play guy's like well you know cheese fell off the cracker on that one and i'm like (laughs) oh i'm i'm using that for sure (laughs) so to answer your question is it more prevalent could be but um I enjoy the phrases, so I'm okay with it. What's your favorite one, Rock?
1: My favorite? Do you uh, have a favorite?
0: Or do one that you think needs to like be retired? Either or?
1: I, uh, gosh. I don't know if I have a favorite necessarily, but I think when it comes to retiring, I think that uh, Doc shouldn't be allowed to say anything about knifing it, knifed it, n- knife... And Anything about knifing at all ever again?
0: I would agree with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's close the bakery. That was, that was lame. I might have to cut that later. Uh, so the, <laughs> this pretty, w-
2: pretty thin week for anything exciting.
0: Yeah. Not too much in the bakery. Uh, around the NHL this week, uh, Alex Burroughs, noted Vancouver Canucks, was inducted into the Canucks ring of honor. Uh, two things on this. Um, Why don't the Sharks have a ring of honor or something like that? That immediately popped into my head. But we're also talking about a guy that he's being inducted into a ring of honor when one of the things he's known most for as being a connect is biting the fingers of other players. Don't know that there's a lot of honor behind that, but whatever. Thoughts? Anybody? No?
2: Yeah, I mean, the Sharks could do one, but I, I just... I don't know. We we had this discussion off air, obviously, but I mean, I don't know who in the Sharks franchise has like stood out enough to be in the ring of honor. I mean, you could make the argument for Owen Nolan, Mike Ricci, but it's like compared compared to I mean, I I get it. It's based on what they've done for the franchise, but it's just when you look at it with hindsight and everything, it's like, eh, you know, a couple first round exits. I mean, is that, you know, that something.
0: You look like you have want to contribute, Rock. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks put assistant coach Mark Crawford on leave while the organiz- organization looks into allegations. Three former Kings, Patrick O'Sullivan, Brent Sopel, and Sean Avery, have made allegations of physical and verbal abuse by Crawford during their time in L.A. Uh, if you don't know people, we are officially in the NHL's Me Too era. Somehow, Joan Tortorella is fine, based on an athletic article. You wouldn't think so, but I guess when you're that upfront about how abusive you can be, it's not really that shocking when, I, when you do it behind closed doors. I don't know. Um, but let's move on to a couple of hits here, because this is just fun. So, first off... Carey Price lost his shit versus Brock Nelson and the Islanders. So, I mean, <laughs> look, obviously you want to keep your crease clear. You don't want guys drop blocking your vision, but, I mean, that's literally what they're paid to do. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Now, this cross-check, I don't understand how that doesn't get a call. And then you see Nelson kind of a little, little elbow in, the, in towards there and then a little shove. And then Carey's like, I've had enough. Swipes him. Uh... Rock, how, how do you not call the initial cross check, especially when you're f- ten feet away and staring right at it?
1: Well, yeah, you're ten feet away, but you might not actually be staring at it. That's the kind of crummy thing about it. <clears throat> I am gonna say something that's oh god, I know so many people are gonna disagree with me, and that's fine. Uh, but if, as an official, <laughs> if you don't see the beginning, middle, and ending of a, of something happening, you can't make a call on it, and unfortunately, even though he's 10 feet away, he may not be looking at it. He may be looking at where the puck is or some other junk like that. So he may not have seen where the contact was. He may not have actually seen where homeboy's foot was. Was it Nelson? Where Nelson's foot was. Uh-huh. Like Whether or not it was in or out of the paint when uh, Price hit him. So like he couldn't really make that call. So, I mean, like, and it's not, it's not really his fault. He was looking at where the play was. It wasn't... That's not why he's there. We we'll make sure the goalie's not going to do anything. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why it may not have got. I mean, like the ref may just be an absolute loser scumbag who's taken an envelope. I don't know. Excuse me for trying to. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. There was, there's a possibility, but I would like to imagine that he wants to do a good job and that the reason why that didn't get called was because. Uh, There was a part of the penalty or the penalizable uh, action that he did not witness and thereby could not make the call.
2: Jerk, your take. So I'm glad you threw this up. So I'm watching Nelson is perfectly fine. He's blocking Carey Price. It's all good here. And Price gives him a shove. It's a little bit of a cross check. But again, I don't know. If I would have been shoved like that, I don't know if I would have flown into the ice like that. So that I'm fine with what I have the issue with is that that slash right there. Like that's it's the same thing with the Peter Morazzic slash as well, where you're you're trying to, you know, you don't you don't one handed slash a guy when you're trying to send a message. That's when you're trying to hurt somebody. Like I have no problem with the shove. And Nelson clearly popped right back up. So clearly he didn't have a problem with it either. But that slash, I, I didn't like the slash just because, especially where you know, where he hit Nelson, which looked to be somewhere along the maybe the side of his torso. I don't know. I would have to see it again. But you don't have a whole lot of padding near your stomach and, like, your hip area. Um, so it, it could have been really dangerous. You crack a rib. You, you know, God forbid, like, burst an organ or something. So it's the slash. I don't know if it was penalized or not. I did not catch that, but it, it should have been if it wasn't.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, finally, (laughs) this is awesome. Uh, Cody Glass evidently takes a hit (laughs) from Brendan Lemieux. And you can see when Lemieux kind of comes around um, on the hit, you can see his right elbow kind of swings around, catches Glass in the ear hole a little bit. Here's my take. Now, Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to call that a dirty hit. It's a guy who's trying to get in there, make a hit, and just inertia brings him around. That's fine. But my part about this that I just got a kick out of is that Mark Stone was quoted on this hit afterwards saying, obviously we didn't like the hit. I thought it was reckless, but that's the type of player he is. And then that's why I was, then I was like, hold on, excuse me while I check these. Yeah, Ryan Reeves, Braden McNabb, still on your team. Okay, yeah, but you make that call, Mark. You go on. I mean,
2: yeah, I didn't like that. What question for you? Was that penalized? That hit you just showed on glass from Brendan Lemieux was that penalized? Um, oh boy, that I didn't see. Because if it was penalized, that's BS. Because you can tell that Brendan Lemieux just tapped Cody Glass on the on the back of the helmet with his elbow pad, not his elbow, his elbow pad. And it's really unfortunate for me because Cody Glass is a player I like. So to see him pull the sell job right there, you hate to see it. And I know I say that as a joke, but you really do. I mean, you're you're a skilled player. Like you shouldn't be pulling crap like that. Like it's it's just it sucks. Like if you're hurt, like don't pretend like you're not hurt because that makes things worse. But don't if you aren't hurt, don't try and sell something that's as serious as a headshot. Maybe
1: he just got scared maybe it was just like too a little bit too close for comfort and it just like spooked him a little bit
0: speaking of being spooked by a hit let's talk about morasaki no not yet not yet <laughs> put away the uh around the nhl let's get to the sharks the sharks go 0 for 4 versus washington carolina and the florida teams are currently 15-2 or 15-15 and 2 Two points outside of a wild card spot. Three points outside of a division playoff spot. I mean, the bare minimum of just 500 hockey, if you can call it that. 5-4-1 over their last 10. A losing road record. Versus Washington. uh, Let's high level this, but we do have to kind of go game by game here. Uh, Carlson. Oh, sorry. The other Carlson would open the scoring two and a half into this game. And then the Sharks just stopped playing as... Hathaway spit out two goals. Yeah, I meant that. Uh, in a 5-2 laugher. And after getting NHL's third start of the week, Martin Jones posts a seven-eighty-three is pulled after two periods in favor of Dell, and the entire team just looked defensively inept. Uh, although the only ones more inept, it felt like, were the officials giving a five-minute major to Kane for an elbow. Now... <sighs> not really sure where the elbow like if you want to do a high stick sure if you want to call it roughing sure when you look at the now remember the officials reviewed this and then he got fined for this the next and they still said he's being fined for elbowing uh rocket i mean was that that looked like an elbow to you
1: Uh, not in a literal sense, no, but I don't know what the textbook definition of what an elbow is because they don't have such a thing as a forearm check. So that might like, if it is, since it is a forearm, it might fall under the NHL rule. Like what, what it's
2: Hmm.
1: identified as a penalty. Like it,
2: you know what I mean? Jerk. Was that worth the fine? So I, I, I have a problem with all the uproar this situation has gotten because. <laughs> so, first of all, you're you're right. It's not an elbow, but does it really matter what was called? Because it was a penalty regardless. Like well, I get it. it hold, no, hold like on. you're right.
0: Let me let me just say one thing. The only reason why it, you say about the elbow does it matter what was called? To me, it does just because. The officials have gotten a lot wrong this year. It's like when you have the opportunity to get it right because you've reviewed it and then the next day DOPS reviews it, like make the call, like correct your officials. It wasn't elbowing. Like make the actual correct call. That's all.
2: So I don't I don't know I don't know for certain if if this is something that can be altered. Like I don't know if you can I don't know if you can call a penalty, say, oh, that – because you got to think about where the referees were in relation. You have one who's maybe near the blue line in the offensive zone um, of the Sharks, and then you have your other referee maybe in the capital zone. So from their perspective, they're probably – what they see is an elbow. Yeah, but they, and they so reviewed I it think, in video. Right, but the point I'm trying to make is I don't think you can – like obviously you can review it and say yes or no, that was – that was or was not a five-minute major. But I don't think you can look and say, oh, well, that's not an elbow, but it's still a penalty, so let's call it this instead. I don't think you can change your ruling on something. Now, I could be wrong, but regardless, the referees – got to remember, the referees are, don't have the view that you just showed. They have to see it from their vantage point on the eye. So from their vantage point, if they saw an elbow, then that's what they saw. And it's like what Rocket said earlier, you – you you can only call what you saw. And if they saw an elbow, whether or not it was an elbow, that's what they're going to call. And I see a lot of people saying, well, that's a clean hit or, well, that's not egregious. Well, I mean, even if he didn't hit him with the elbow, he led with the elbow. The footage confirms that he led with the elbow. He probably should have been suspended one game. But I think a fine was appropriate because it ended up being just kind of a weird play where they ran into each other. But I, I, this is not going to sound very sharks fan of me, but I'm glad that DOPS stepped in because Kane targeted the head and that's a penalizable to take Rockets word and a finable (laughs) offense and the NHL got it right. And, And you can call it elbowing or high sticking or roughing or punching, whatever, but it was the right call. And like I said, he probably should have been suspended. So I think Kane got lucky in that respect.
0: All right. So Kane, he, he gets a penalty in the game for that hit. Yes.
2: Uh, Yeah, he was booted from the game.
0: Yeah, he gets a fine. Yes? Yes. Uh, Okay, you know who I don't remember getting a penalty or being fined? Ekman Larson with his elbow on LeBank. And to me, this is a far more... Now, that is an elbow, my friend.
2: Oh, and and, and you're very right because, too, if you you don't mind, can you roll that clip one more time? Yeah. So, if you're familiar with where referees and linesmen positions, the referee is going to be hanging out to the left of where it says Chegg and Alaska airlines. That's where your referee is. Mm -hmm. So to your point, AJ, the referee should be looking at right at that. But again, it's all about what you see. And it's about the judgment call as well. I mean, there's, you know, I believe the NHL currently has on staff. I want to say it's 31 certified referees. And obviously they all have a different interpretation of what's going on now. Yes, absolutely. That's a penalty. It's a fine. It's a major, but unfortunately and that was at a time where you can't review things as well it's if you don't see it you can't call it unfortunately
0: well either way it's uh, i don't know it's it just seems like so far 32 games into the season so far man some of the officiating has been real suspect but the fun thing is we say this every year (laughs) it never changes (laughs) So after the 5-2 whipping from Washington, we go to Carolina to, of course, um, well, retire Marlowe's number because, <laughs> you know, it was amazing. Uh, amazing time spent there in Carolina. Uh, the Sharks cough up a goal in the first 50 seconds. Oh, look at that. They give up another goal in the first five minutes of a game. <laughs> first time I thought Jumbo looked engaged for a, in a long-time rocket. Like, he seemed like for a while he didn't have his legs moving for a few games, and then this game... I don't know. He just seemed juiced. Maybe it was because it was returning to Marlowe's old stomping grounds. I don't know.
1: Could be. It might be that he is a big fan of Carolina barbecue. You know, he uh, he might have, have gotten a little bit of a beard conditioner. Uh, you know, still just kind of invigorating. Who yeah. knows? Uh, maybe he had conditioned his beard with barbecue sauce. I don't know what he does. Now. He's he's an old man and he's allowed to do whatever he wants to do. Uh, he probably he probably just like binge watches um, episodes of Friends on Netflix and eats like gluten free ice cream or something. <laughs> old, old man stuff on the road.
0: Oh, man, uh, the Sharks lose this one three two in a shootout. Their fourth overtime game in their last eight coming into this. But we have to talk about uh, Jumbo. Almost killing Peter Mazarik. Um, now, <laughs> you see?
2: <laughs> I, just,
0: I just get such a kick out of this whole thing. Uh, you know, it's like Jumbo comes in. It's a close play. He probably got a little tap on Mazarik. Now, yeah, goalies are nuts, and they hate being touched, And anytime you barely even, you know, breathe on them, they lose their minds. We've seen this happen with Jason Quick a number, Jonathan Quick, a number of times. Uh, So, you know, but Mazeric takes a swipe at him and Jumbo just gives him a little shot. Now, did that shot probably hurt? Yeah, you know, if it hits him right under the chin or something and hits the the bottom of the mask or something, maybe it's a little uncomfortable. Uh, Does Mazeric sell it? Oh, yeah. Okay? And the reason why I say that is because he didn't go to concussion protocol. He wasn't pulled out of this game at all, despite the fact that he laid on the ice for like three minutes. Well, the... Go ahead.
1: I don't think he was selling anything. I think he was genuinely ra- reacting, but I think he was just stunned. Like, oh, I that somebody was... would have
0: the gall to hit him? <laughs>
1: that Joe Thornton popped him in the Like, he honestly, I don't think... That he remotely even thought that was possible. See, and look he at was that. Just stunned. Thornton,
0: Thornton just gives him a little, you know, a little, a little, Oop. you know, tries to see if he can get the puck out. He doesn't. And I also think Thornton kind of came back on this because it's like, you know, not only is it like, you know, hey, bro, I'm Joe freaking Thornton, but I think it's also a case of, dude, I've had surgeries on both of my knees, and this is like my final year. I ain't going out like that. You're gonna pay for that. <laughs> Jerk.
2: So a couple of things here. Uh, same thing what I said earlier with Carey Price. Uh, you can't be taking wax like that. It was egregious. He was clearly trying to hurt him. And I said it on Twitter as well, hoc you underscore jerk on Twitter. If you're going to take a swing like that, I don't care if you play in the NHL or if you're playing like minor midget in Saskatchewan. Like if you swing like that, prepare for somebody to come back at you because it's just not not a kosher thing to do. I mean, again, you, you can tap a guy on the skate and be like, hey, buddy, watch it. But to sw- pull back and swing, like, you're not a medieval pikeman, okay? Why don't you just relax, for starters? And number two, I, I agree with Rocket. I do think Mrazek... Uh, I do think Mrazek did get hurt there. If you if you look at the replay from kind of behind the glass, it does look like Thornton's glove connects with the bottom of his mask, which could have pushed into his Adam's apple. And for those who don't know, if you get hit in the Adam's apple hard enough, it can kill you. So maybe that did hurt in that respect. But I think falling backwards, like you got pushed off a building, I think is a little bit ridiculous. And then <laughs> and and also just my final thing. I'm in a spicy mood today, if you can tell. Hey, no. Just also my my final thing here is. So Thornton kind of pushes Morazic's glove. Why did his teammates, the Carolina Hurricanes, who are supposedly this model franchise that everybody wants to be a part of and enjoy watching, why did they not get involved as soon as Thornton touched Morazic's glove? Like you said, AJ, every time you breathe on a goalie, everybody freaks out. Well, Thornton breathed on Morazic pretty hard, and their players had no response. They didn't do anything until Morazic was in cardiac arrest on the ice. So... (laughs)
0: Oh, man. You you are not wrong, sir. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, I just... It was so silly. Uh, just the, the, the response. Like, look, fine. And, and what's funny is, you know, Thornton's in the box. He's probably like, oh, it was so worth it. <laughs> it was totally worth the two minutes. But, man, it was... It, for me, it was a pretty big sell job. Like, did it probably sting? Oh, yeah. But, dear Lord, here we go one more time. You know... Thornton, not sure if it's totally covered, takes a little poke at it. And then, like you said, Mrazek draws back and takes a swipe. And Thornton, I think, honestly, I think it was a case of the his knees. He's just real protective of his knees, man. <laughs> it's like, you take a swipe at my legs, dude, I'm going to kill you. Uh, now, not to be outdone, of course, uh, NHL players, uh, everybody involved with the teams and they play a rough sport a violent sport but the one thing they all have is a sense of humor <laughs> okay so when the carolina practice began the day after some smart ass and i would love to know who did this
1: there were three of them there were three of them on the team and i can't remember whoever turbo is i don't know who on the team is nicknamed turbo but that's who they outlined oh
0: that's that's just spectacular now not to be outdone Somebody on Twitter went full blown uh Sarah McLaughlin. oh my God <laughs> full blown like playing in the arms of an angel or something but I will remember you whatever going on behind this graphic it is fantastic so that was that was fun. uh let's move on Tampa Bay. Oh what a shit show this blowout was uh and, and again, this goes back to my officiating thing. Carlson and Paquette, Paquette, whatever the hell his name is, uh, they have a little back and forth. Both of them get in their 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 little digs, but for some reason, only Ek gets a call, or he you know he's the only one that gets a penalty. I don't get that. I don't understand why this keeps happening. Um Both teams get a double minor called. Okay, Sharks look completely out of sync. The only fun part about this game was Randy Randy Hahn calling the Black Tampa jerseys ridiculous on air. Um, And then the one thing for me, Rocket, that drove me nuts is that Vasilevsky at one point had an equipment issue. He goes to the bench for an adjustment that took absolutely forever. I think at one point it was almost two minutes. And I'm sorry, if your equipment needs that much care After like 30 seconds, it's either it's a quick fix or, look, put in your backup, go get it fixed, or we're going to call you for delay a game. Do you agree or do you think, hey, no, just let it go and, you know, let them take the time to get it fixed, whatever?
1: I don't know. I don't think two minutes is a tough, tough thing. I think five minutes would have been egregious for sure. But two minutes, then it's okay.
2: Jerk. It, it it's tough because if it's one of those things where maybe you ice the puck or you're on a penalty kill and it's like, oh, my strap broke. And it's like, all right, buddy, wrap it up, you know? But if it's like a real thing where like your mask is like messed up, you know, yeah, fix it. But to your point, if it's going to draw on, yeah, put your backup in and figure it out. Because if it's taking two, two or more minutes to fix, chances are if they wrap it up, it's not going to be – fixed as well as it should be and it could get damaged again
0: and it's funny you make that point because on the broadcast uh either baker or uh han was saying something about well it looks like they're jerry-rigging something and it's like (laughs) oh so you're putting a band-aid on a you know gunshot wound like what are you doing like how fast is it going to break again whatever uh finally at florida happened earlier today we all know a 5-1 loss and somehow Kane is involved yet again in another altercation. Um, Kane takes a hit to the head, no call, no penalty, uh, looking remarkably similar to a hit that Eric Carlson put on Austin Wagner in LA last year that Eric Carlson had to, you know, sit for two games in suspension. Uh, no call. On, what's funny is no call on either of those, by the way. Uh, but. Again, Kane, I think, is pissed off when something like that happens, and it doesn't the refs do nothing. We saw it with Zedano Chara last year where he looked to the ref to call something after Chara hit him high or whatever Kane thought was an egregious hit. And because the refs didn't do anything, he took it into his own hands. Today gets that hit, goes off the ice for a hot minute, and they mentioned that he went to the dressing room, but, I think he was back within two minutes and went right on the ice and went right after the dude. And somehow Kane gets a two, a five, and a 10 uh, and essentially admitted after the game. You know, it's like, look, I'm going to stand up for myself if there's a lack of action for the refs. So, Rocket, I'll ask you this. I mean, is that what you have to do as a player? Do you just, if the refs aren't going to do something?
1: No, it's not what you have to do. But if your ego and your sense of honor says that that's what you must do, then that's what you must do. You know, I'm.
0: <laughs> do you watch The Mandalorian?
1: No, sir. I'm not oh. into the Star Wars universe. Uh, I all.
0: would. I was just gonna say it is the way, but what? Go ahead. People that watch it will understand what that means. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, no, it's just not my. It's it's not something that I would recommend for everyone. If uh, it's it's a, it's a way to deal with a situation for sure. But no, and I don't think it's something that must happen. No, I think your, your other options are to put your ego aside and to be like, whatever, I'm going to move on from uh, the grudge in the past and in the immediate future, put this puck in the back of the net, you know? So it really just, yeah, it's, Change in change in speed, change in in attitude about the game itself, I think. And you know, I think that's another reason why the referees are having a more difficult time following the following just the general flow of the game, which is just how much faster it is. These kids are getting younger and younger and the referees get older every year. <laughs> older and slower every year.
0: Hey, let's leave Jumbo out of this. We're done talking about him. Hey no uh jerk i mean what's your take on all this and did you agree with the two five and ten do you think that both of it because it felt like well hey he answered the bell for the hit maybe we just call this a wash both get five each for fighting why the two five and ten
2: so i uh, i i hate to do this because you could you could ask anybody rocket and i are practically the same person but i i i I take the complete opposite point that Rocket takes just because like what I talked about earlier with Peter Morazic, you know, Joe Thornton breathed on him and nobody did anything. And it's the same thing, you know, Mackenzie Weger, you know, maybe it wasn't a hard hit on Evander Kane, but it was still a targeted hit to the cranial area. And like we've been talking about for, you know, the last 15, 20 minutes, like you can't do stuff like that. And, and, you know, the referees didn't call it now. I don't know if the referee saw it or not. I imagine I mean, I hope they did, considering where that happened on the ice. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, my God, we need to fight every period and start yelling and chugging my beer in the stands. I'm not one of those people. But there are certain times to fight, and that was one of them. You know, And, and that's not Kane saying, oh, my God, you punked me and I'm pissed. That's Kane saying, look, if you're going to pull crap like that, you're going to have to answer for it. And I, I am a little pressed that the re- that nobody else on the Sharks – went up to Uyghur and was like, "Hey, you can't hit our meal ticket like that." You know what I mean? And so that bothered me, and then also to answer your question about the penalty, to the instigator 100%. You can tell by the video Kane instigated. He I don't want to say he goaded him into it, but it's pretty close. So I think you do a 5 for fighting from each and you give Kane the 2. I think the 10-minute misconduct I think more than anything that was just a deterrent from anything else transpiring. Whether that's right or wrong, I'm not the person to say. But I think that's what it was.
0: Well, coming in with the comment, we need Dalton proud to get healthy, and I will say I will agree with that only because it will be easier to move him off the roster. <laughs> I
2: was going to say you uh, you can't tra- you can't trade an injured player. So
0: yeah. So uh, either way, I just uh, I don't know. Kane's had a hell of a week. I think is what I'm trying to say. Uh, finally, to top off the Florida thing before we move on. Uh, Stick tap to you, you assholes at the Florida Sports Network <laughs> graphics department. Leads the charts, Really?
1: Yay, sharts.
0: Really? Are can't, you kidding me?
1: Can't trust it.
0: And look, there's people that'll sit there and go, ah, benefit of the doubt, it's a typo. Do you understand how far away T and K are on a keyboard? <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Is he doing? Unless he's putting these graphics together on a phone, I ain't buying it. I'm just not. So either way, but hmm. because we called this out, uh, hey, Greg Wizinski gave us a little love, and uh, as did a couple other uh, names. That either way, got things going pretty good on Twitter. Now, when you consider the way the Sharks have played over their last two games. Now does that graphic make a little sense? Sure, but still <laughs> I don't know. I can't uh, I can't wait to see what happens when Florida comes to you know, maybe we can get a little uh, a little good-natured trolling going back and forth between the two regional sports networks.
2: You, you know what else is funny? And if you don't mind, put that up one more time. I just want to make a note here really quick. So uh, I don't know if you paused it or if it stopped, but where you had it before, it looked like Couture, the way his legs were spread, it looked like he did just shart. And he's like, oh, crap, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: drop, drop a big old deuce on the eyes. Uh, I can see in the chat saying that the 10-minute misconduct is automatic when you get an instigator.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: No, I... I believe that is true, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah but It's just... Annoying as hell. Anyway.
2: Like I always say, just because it's true doesn't mean I like it.
0: (laughs) Right? Wow. (laughs) Uh, So, by the numbers, uh, we covered this, a scouch last week, but Vlasic in October went from a minus 11 to November, where he's a plus 13. 65 was minus 11. Then he goes to a plus 7 in November. Burns, a minus 9. Then he made it a little bit better to minus six. But now he's currently on the season a 18. Um,
2: minus 20, actually.
0: Oh, well, then the, you know what? You have more updated numbers than I do. I think yeah, I checked
2: we got... about mid-game. Burns Burns is minus 20. Eric Carlson is down to minus three, which is to be expected when you're on the top pair. And same with Vlasic. Uh, where is Vlasic on this list? Oh my goodness, I'm blind. Vlasic is even right now. So again, to be expected when you're on the top pair. Uh, yeah, but the
0: the thing being is that last time I looked in the stats, like Burns has the worst plus minus among def- all, defensemen in all of the NHL. Okay, there I think there was one person above him that had like instead of minus 20, he was at like minus 21 and he plays for Detroit and we know what a shit show that is. (laughs) So I think it speaks volumes when it's like, geez. So we know that the squad has been offensively inept lately. They won two goals in their last couple of games while giving up 12 uh burns uh, i think i there was what like five starfish defensive posture sightings over the last couple of games dude <laughs> dude is just laying out and and the fact that he's on that, that, he, that this guy is on the all-star ballot this season is just hysterical uh look i hate to be that guy is it time to put him at forward even if it's no. for a small stretch
1: oh god no,
0: no. okay I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> it's just you know, it's like the team is you know deficient at right wing. <laughs> You've got a guy on the right side who is just playing abhorrently. I oof, I just don't know. I mean, do you limit his ice time? Or you, I mean, how many do you? What are you going to put him with, Dylan now? And what yeah. your t- your second pairing is going to be? Heat and Ferraro.
2: I'm just going to say there like we we talked about it last week where you know last year in the playoffs burns was playing some of the best defense he's ever played and when i say defense i mean defense and now to this season like like every time i see 88 on the ice i'm like rolling my eyes and i'm like are you i'm i'm saying eric carlson's catchphrase and <laughs> <laughs> took me a minute there you go yeah and and it's like i just want to know what happened in You know what happened in the last six months, like well, and remember we got Boogie back, yeah, and he was the guy that was like key in getting him the Norris. Like I, it makes me, it makes me wonder if there's some kind of you know physical or psychological or mental thing that Brent Burns is going through. But again, we talked about it with Eric Carlson, we talked about it with Schimick, and we talked about it with one other player as well. If you're not a hundred percent, don't play. Like, regular season doesn't matter. Like the Sharks. Even without Brent Burns, hypothetically, should still be good enough to at least stay in contention for a playoff spot. Like, if you're not healthy, take the time off.
0: Good point. Why was Tomas Hurdle, like, pulled in the last couple of games for precautionary reasons?
2: What does that mean? Because he's not
0: 100%. So, why is he playing?
2: It's a great question. Um, I'm not the coach, but. I think the same logic applies because the fact that he was pulled for precautionary reasons means that, yeah, he's probably, he's not good enough to play a full game. So he should be held out because you don't want him to, God forbid, make it worse. And that's what I don't understand. This is going back. Like this is going way, way back. Like even last year, you remember, remember when Eric Carlson tweaked his groin, I want to say it was against Boston and he probably should have been held out the rest of the game. And then he circles back and comes right out and made it worse. Yeah.
1: I remember and that.
2: It made, and it made it worse. And it's like, if you would have just held him out, this is probably something that he could spend two, three weeks recovering on, and everything's fine. But instead, because they sent him back out, he missed, I think, what, the last eight weeks of the season? Yeah. hmm So, I mean, I, 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 I'm i not saying that I would be better at monitoring health than a person whose job it is to be on an NHL bench. But, I mean, like, it, don't play a guy unless, if you don't have to. This is true. Wise words
1: from <laughs> hockey jerk.
0: You yeah. uh, know, sharks have allowed four power play goals in two games after allowing four in their prior 17 uh, in 32 games. The sharks are five and 13 when the opponents goes scores first, ten and four when the sharks score first, and nine times this season the sharks have allowed a goal in the first five minutes. Plus, there was a game where they gave up one at 5:01 and what would they give up a goal at 507. So, essentially a third of their games they've given up the starting goal in the first 5 minutes and PDB said it after today's game, he said it after other games that it's hard to get into a rhythm when you're behind the eight ball early, which takes us to Martin Jones. Let's play a little bit of then and now. Then, Jones was the NHL's third star of the week after going 3-0 and 0 with a 198 goals against. 9.35 save percentage in three appearances, Jones since then, <laughs> or, or I should say only seven games in this entire season above a 9.10, and three of those came that week, just a week or so ago, um, it, and then he follows that remarkable run up with a 7.83 and gets pulled twice, so at this point with all that rocket, uh, what do you do about the problem and goal?
1: Uh, acupuncture? <laughs> no. I'll tell you what. The whole reason they gave him the <laughs> Hookers third Hookers and blow star...
0: is what she's trying to say, people. No, well, go ahead.
1: yeah. I didn't want to say it, but you know, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, feng shui, maybe a cactus, get no. him a friend. Hookers and blow. No. Well, yeah. So what I was going to say is the whole reason why they gave him the third star of the week was to make up for Vegas deciding to be oh, kind of a-holes and give... Uh, uh, what's his name? Reeves. Right. Yeah, Ryan Reeves, the third star in that game, even <laughs> though he didn't do jack shit. And like, so you know, the NHL was like, "Oh, sorry, Martin Jones. We know that you were good, and they shouldn't have done that." So here's your third star. So I don't. I, it was like a, you know, it's a makeup thing. It's a, it's a balance of the universe. So I didn't expect it to be a marker of anything great, especially since, like you said. There's been a lot of problems with this guy all season. I don't know what else to do. Cause like we gotta let it have to... is this the last year's contract?
0: <laughs> no. No. Uh,
1: no. He's got like okay, five more so years. He's got, like five more years. Okay, so um they'll probably buy out what the last three years of his contract.
2: Jerk. So four <laughs> years after this year. So um, it, I'll just say this: If if the Sharks this summer, if they bought out Martin Jones, then Doug Wilson should be fired. Oof. That's all
1: I'll say. It's a lot of money, huh?
2: It's a lot of money, but also like they gave him this money for a reason. Like even if he's playing like ass for the last week, which he is, no doubt, he's your starting goalie and he's making money. Like you have to ride it out. And and I I hate DeBoer saying we know what he's capable of because it's like why can't if you're capable of it then just do it, but. I, he's still yeah. like he's not an elite goalie, but he's still good enough. Like if Carl and Burns and Vlasic if, if and Dylan and if everybody on the team just plays the way they're supposed to, like you're not even going to think about goaltending.
1: Well, you know, Martin Jones has a ring.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's also best friends with an owl, but who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey now, uh, a comment that we're getting the problem problem isn't in goal; it's the defense in front of him <laughs> Now, oh to
2: that, to, 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 to that, I think of the meme that says. To that, I think of the meme that says, "Well, yes, but actually, no."
0: Yeah. Well, the, see, and that's the whole thing. And I, I think after this, we need to put the kibosh on this on this debate, because for every person that says it's not the goaltending, it's the defense in front of them, you have people that say. Uh, you know, imagine it, it that like the defense is hanging him out to dry. He'd be better than the, everybody else. Goes well. Look at Jones's number. If he could stop a beach ball, the defense. It, it just goes back and forth. And the fact of the matter is, we're talking a defense in front of him that has one of the. Well, he might not be anymore, but has one of the best shutdown defensemen in front of him, and two Norris winners who. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to play defense, apparently. So, if you want to call Mm that that, but uh, the oh, and Rocket is gone. (laughs) But to get back to that, um, it, it still comes down to the fact that look, Jones, the numbers just for me don't give that argument any substance you know what i mean like how often do you see jones steal a game almost never i mean it, it, what do you say to the people that sit there and go oh it's the defense in front it's not so so much jones
2: well so that's the thing is the the people on both sides of this fence and and obviously our running theme here is that you can't say you can't say it's both or neither you have to say yes or no but with this particular debate the correct answer is it is both like the goaltending is not where it should be. And the defense is not where it should be. I, I like I don't understand why it has to be one or the other. Like it's most definitely both like your mm-hmm. your like it's the defense's job to make the goalies night as easy as possible. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't happen. It happens to everybody. No, no big deal. Don't cry about it. And so when the defense lets you down, your goalie's got to bail you out. So ultimately, yes, your goalie is your last line of defense, and that needs to be better. But at the same time, it's the defense's job to give your goalie an easy night. And if they're not doing that, well, then what do you expect to happen to your goalie?
0: Right. Like, it's, now- the, it's,
2: the, it's the same thing I've been talking about with, with Mike Smith when he was on Arizona. Like, he would make, like, 45 saves a night, but then he'd also let in five goals. And it's like, that helps nobody.
0: <laughs> no kidding. And uh, same kind of, have you looked at the advanced stats? Yeah, I've looked at some of them. Like <clears throat> Jones has been horrific in high danger chances, but also not that great in low danger chances. Today, I, uh, two of the f- uh, the first three goals that were let in were very stoppable goals. Those are ones that a good goaltender is going to stop. And Jones right now, for whatever reason, is not making those saves. The Florida scored on like their second shot of the game. Uh, two days ago. And, and the other thing is, if your goaltender is that great, why is he getting pulled in two out of three games? I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, uh, despite their 11-4 record, the Sharks' offense, they took the uh, the 10th lowest rate of 5-on-5 five five shots. They took the 5th lowest rate of 5-on-5 five five unblocked shots. They generated a league average shot quality and shot at 10% 5-on-5. Five five. It's... Look, man, the numbers are just... Something needs to change, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, the Sharks are on the outside looking in when we've played more than a third of the season. Uh, Where are we going to be? What do you think changes? Or what happens? What what needs to happen? Because we're coming up at the halfway point against the Detroit Red Wings on New Year's Eve. So at the end of this month, that is game 41. You're halfway through. If... The Sharks just continue to play 500 hockey and are on the outside looking in. What What's the first change rocket that you see? Like, does a coach, whether, now I'm not saying PDB, but does Steve Spot get shown the door? Although, if you've kept him around for this long, why would you get rid of him now? But uh, Or do you see, like, Brendan Dillon or some sort of a package moved in order to get something? Because right now, Brendan Dillon is your highest valuable asset.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: although with the way Brent Burns is playing if there's some way you can get him to leave
1: <laughs> he'll expose him to Seattle and that'll be that No, I, I don't would you, know if you're
0: Seattle would you take this guy? I wouldn't sure I w- I, w- I would
1: you might be able to flip him for assets or something you know pull a Vegas but,
2: but, all, but also going back to what I said earlier if San Jose exposed Brent Burns to Seattle then Doug Wilson should be fired Again. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, I don't... I guess you just ride through it. Is there something different that changes this year? Uh, well, I mean, we'll get a better draft pick. Hey, that's cool. Um, huh. Is it, It's just one more year the guys career that they burnt through to try to figure shit out. I don't know who's. it's necessarily the most unfair to. Um, but I don't know... I don't know if anybody necessarily gets scrubbed because of it. I think it's just like, well, uh, progress isn't linear, <laughs> hmm. people. 365 for life, you know? I think that's...
0: I don't know. I just, you know, t- Burns and this whole thing, it's it's just a little bit maddening because, like I said, two Norris Trophy winners. Um, you're talking 30, over a $30 million blue line. Take into account... There are seven players that make up two thirds of the salary for the Sharks, and that doesn't include Hurdle or Meyer. That is a shit ton of cash and a thirty million dollar defense, and they're not playing well. But the thing is, so, it's Burns isn't playing well right now, as you mentioned before, Jerk. Like Vlasic and Eric Carlson have significantly up their plus minus and like figured out from a horrendous start, whereas Burns has kind of been like one of the consistence on this team and it's been consistently bad
2: yeah Bert and I I I understand what you're trying to say but I the use of they really bothers me because the last month Eric Carlson and Mark Edward Vlasic have been the two best defensemen on the team and they're playing worth their contracts there's you can't fault me on that now don't yes today against the Florida Panthers uh, November, December seventh in the year of our Lord. Eighth, yeah, eighth, whatever. <laughs> they they got they got beat on a couple of the goals, but again, everybody's gonna get beat. It happens. But I see people in the chat saying, "Oh, we need to trade Eric Carlson because he sucks," and I'm like, "He's been the best player the last month. Like last two months, game. last two months. Like I don't want to be mean and I don't want to be that guy, but like, watch the game before you open your mouth. Wait, and- wait,
1: wait. So eight weeks we had a good Eric Carlson for eight weeks.
2: He's still playing good though. I don't understand what the point is.
0: Yeah, no, like he's, he's he's been very good. And let's just also put a, a kibosh on a couple things in the chat. Uh, you're not you can't expose Ek sixty five. His claws it's it's full. No move. He's not going anywhere. He must be protected during the Seattle deal. He is not going anywhere. You are stuck with this guy for eight years unless he wants out of Dodge.
2: And I he is somebody I'm very happy to be stuck with. And I, I, I realize I'm in the minority of that, but like he's he's consistently factoring in on the offense. He's making things happen and he's mm-hmm. playing very well. Like even defensively, he's especially um I'm trying to recall, I believe it was the game against the Carolina Hurricanes, and I think LA Kings as well. Like in the three on three overtime, he was the best guy on the ice. Like in the uh, in the defensive zone, and I and don't get me wrong, like he was abhorrent the first three four weeks of the season. There's no denying that, but yeah, like I, just look at the stats. Like he's, he's he's had a very good career and way turned and, it around, and he's turned it around. And there's no reason to think that all like everybody goes through slumps. Like, but if you say, oh well, he could get crappy again, sure, but. He's still been the best player on the ice, and that's a risk you have to take. Now, Brent Burns is a whole other story. We were talking last month of, well, if the shark, if the Sharks could find out how to get rid of Vlasic, I, I wouldn't be sad about it. So forget everything I said there, and substitute Vlasic for Burns. Now,
1: <laughs>
2: Burns, let, I, I write this down. I think January nineteenth, I think Burns is going to have a hat trick. So everything is going to be fine with Burns. Like he's nothing has changed with Brent Burns. It's a matter of waiting and out. But again. If a team was like, hey, we'll give you a first and a conditional first and a defenseman, I think the Sharks might want to look at that. Um, That's Hmm. just me. I don't know. A lot of the things with this team, like, it's you have to let them work themselves out because if you keep flipping things around, and that's why, I mean, the power play is god-awful and you have to change it. But that's why, in spite of the losses, I like that DeBoer is sticking with the same lines because if you keep switching it around, then nothing is going to get fixed because you're basically starting from square one every day.
0: Yeah. You got to give these guys the time to fight chemistry. Although I will say, boy, Hurdle, yeah, clearly not 100%. I'd like, where, where is the Tomash Hurdle that we've all become accustomed to? Because he has not made it so far in December. I'm not sure where that dude is. Uh, but to all the people talking about getting rid of uh, Eric Carlson, uh, I think he probably. Keller upended. Carlson's going to go. Tripping the call. Our Coors Light refreshing finish early. Just saying. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, Burns has a modified no trade. Uh, I believe he can uh, submits three teams at the beginning of every season that he would be okay with going to. Um, Correct. But to get back to your talk, and this goes still with the Eric Carlson thing, is in an earlier interview with Pierre LeBron from The Athletic, um, That was essentially plagiarized on NBC Sports. (laughs) Was it really? Uh, I mean, it wasn't nearly as egregious as, like, you know, making fun of a banner, but it was a plagiarized thing nonetheless. Um,
2: Well, that's their MO now that Kurz is gone.
0: (laughs) True that. Uh, But (laughs) Doug Wilson basically said uh, on the EK65 contract that he will never second guess it. And, you know, use the cliche defense that there would have been 20 other teams lined up to give him that same money. Now, only time will tell uh, if this worked out. If they win a cup, all is forgiven. And if not, though, fast forward down the road five years when the Sharks are paying $26.5 million for a 34-year-old Eric Carlson. Not to say that he won't uh, still be a... Valuable piece. We, I mean, how old how old was Nick Lindstrom when he called it a day? How long was Chris Chelios when he called it a day? So, <laughs> you know, there are guys that can have that that lasting career. But five down the road, five years down the road, you're also talking about paying some big money to a 37 year old Vlasic and a 39 year old Burns, who and and if you're looking, you know, Burns right now is 34. Not playing that well. Could you imagine what a 39-year-old Burns looks like? So whether the guy is injured or not, uh, it's just been a horrific season for for Burns. I don't know whether you bench him. I don't know. And and when I say put him at forward, I mean just to like shake out his head or something. Like this guy needs something different. Whether it's to watch it from the press box or to watch it from a different position on the ice. Uh, f- the way Jones and Dell have been playing, put them in goal for a game, for all I care. Just give them a different viewpoint of this game, man.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so the nothing obviously confirmed, but you know there were, there were rumblings that that Joe Pavelski was a little peeved when Evander Kane was brought in long term mm. to be the top line guy. Is it at all possible? That maybe Brent Burns is a little hot about Eric Carlson being the number one guy here.
0: I mean, maybe, but
2: now yeah. it doesn't defend poor play on the ice. But it
0: doesn't. But you know, but Burns is still this. As long as he's got that facial thing going, uh, yeah, it's like he's still like the face of this franchise now. And will that change next season? if and when Thornton is no longer here and he doesn't have a beard bro to, you know, be the other Z to his ZZ top thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Dude needs to figure something out. Like, the, we, you know, teams go through slumps, players go through slumps. We've seen it before. But, like, Martin Jones is now in, like, a year and a half long slump with an occasional looking good. What are you going to do? So, all right, let's move on to a couple other things here. Uh, we talked about the special teams right now. It's the, the power play is just atrocious, and now the penalty kill is not looking so great as it did for such a long time. Uh, getting back to the salary issues, you know, seven players make up two-thirds of the salary for the Sharks over the next five years. Like I said, doesn't include Hurdle, doesn't include Meyer, and the Sharks have six players with deals that are five or more years long. To put that in perspective, the Washington Capitals have seven players that make up only half of their cap space, not 66% like the Sharks, but 50%, and have only four players with five-year or or longer deals. The St. Louis Blues, seven guys that make up just under 40% with only two guys that have five or more years on them. And then finally, the Boston Bruins, also seven guys, but they're taking up under 40% and only have two guys on five years or longer deals. So, you know, the most competitive teams in the league right now are not playing the game that Doug Wilson is. And we'll see what that looks like, like we said, in three to five years. Know what I mean, Jelly (laughs) Bean? Just saying. And then to top that off, did you know? Attendance has dropped every season for the Sharks since they missed the playoffs. Uh, 95% in 15-16. Well, then it sprang up to 99%, but I think we know that that's a falsely inflated number because a lot of people bought season tickets the year after the Cup season just so they could go to the Cup that season. After that, 98.9, then 98.3, and so far, uh, I believe this season, we're now down to 92%. It's uh, not looking good. So finally, a couple things. Uh, jerk, why are Prout and Radil
2: still on this team? <laughs> well, as I alluded to earlier, you can't trade an injured player as much as nice as that would be. But uh, no, Prout's only here because, well, you know, he's hurt. But I hopefully once he's healthy, he'll go right down to being a healthy scratch with the Barracuda. As for Radil, <laughs> um, I think he's here because. Mm, he has a marketable nickname or he's got a size element that we really enjoy. Um, I don't know. It, it, could we see him with the Barracuda? Let's hope. Um, you know, you and I have, you know, fixed him up like a cheap suit many times over AJ and, and I don't know what it's going to take anymore, unfortunately. So, you know, I, even if red deal all of a sudden, like, for some reason comes back and he scores a goal and it's like the best player on the ice. It's, you know, he still had a very awful first like quarter of the season. And, you know, I said it on Twitter earlier, but you know, that fourth line as it stands right now, Gambaro, Gregor, Melka Carlson, like never break that line up. Like that line has been so good the last, however long they've been together a week, 10 days. Like the DeBoer has been all over consistency for the fourth line. That fourth line has been consistent. Don't play red deal ever okay send him to the boston bruins <laughs> for a conditional seventh that turns into nothing <laughs> if uh, garbage pick <laughs> keep yeah. it going i don't know i i everything's fine like okay it, it, it's not fine like, <laughs> <Wow-y>. like, <laughs>
0: like okay, there are some... wow like like hold on i'll give you this i'll give um. you this the everything is fine thing. If I remember correctly, at the beginning of 2016, like right around the time that the Sharks got absolutely annihilated by the Winnipeg Jets, if I remember correctly, there was a point in January, the season that they went to the cup final, that they were like, you know, like 16, 16 and 8 or something. Like they were very you know, middle of the pack.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. Does,
0: does that sound correct?
2: Yeah, I I want to say when they cuz i know exactly what Winnipeg game you're talking about and i believe i believe the loss in that game put them at i think it was 17 17 and 1 which like that's a kiss of death right there like you're done like goodbye see you later first round pick in the top 10 but then they dialed it in and you know the, this is not this is not your older brother's St. Louis Blues right like they're not going to win every game and win the cup with an interim coach but So, you know, this team, they have a lot of really good players. Like, you know, I mean, I could go through the whole list, but you all know who's on the team. Like if everybody gets, if everybody gets clicking, like this is still going to be a team to watch.
0: Uh, But you got to, got to do it sooner than later. Um, and leave it to Satan to, you know, bring a word of enthusiasm and something (laughs) insanely uplifting. So, finally, okay, let's get to a couple of fun things. Uh, you Saints
1: know, a Sharks fan. <laughs> for the, for the, <laughs> well, that's,
2: ob- that's obvious considering we've never won a Stanley Cup. So the yeah. hockey yeah. doesn't need us, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: for those of you that are new to the program and unaware that we have a website or that I have a <laughs> passionate, overwhelming sense of hatred towards a company called Fanatics? (laughs) Well, we got a great comment this week, and so I just tell you, if you're thinking about shopping on shop.nhl.com or buying anything from Fanatics, think again. As you can see, this person wrote that they had purchased what they thought was an authentic Majestic shirt, which is Majestic has a good reputation, a good company, a good brand name, and we've come to find that actually Fanatics purchased Majestic and they've been buying lower grade shirts. Now, Gildan does make a decent shirt, but they, like several other companies, you've got your Toy- Toyota, <coughs> excuse me, and you've got the Lexus. And they've been. Oh.
1: You're right there? <laughs> AJ's dying.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> So I was talking oh, about talking um, about taking care of our meal tickets. There's ours right there.
0: <laughs> no, I've been I've been fighting a bronchial thing for like a week. <clears throat> Excuse me.
1: Fanatics but either the way, agents have poisoned his house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Notice
0: how as soon as I started talking about fanatics it got bad.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: either way, the bottom line from this letter basically saying that they bought Majestics and started ruining the name, putting majestic on bad products. Oh my god, my voice is going. So, either way, of note, don't buy anything with fanatics cuz you have no idea where it came from. Rocket, save me, talk <laughs> about something else. Here. Oh, you know what? Talk uh, uh, talk about uh, this silliness.
1: Oh, yeah, so while AJ dies and he wants me to talk about this dumb jersey here, I'd rather talk about the fact that there's still no coffee cart on SAP Setters Concourse. Now, look, we have tacos and toilettas. We replace the old Greek food with the new Greek food to get a Rita's, which the line around the block is, you know, apparently worth it for the Rita's. There's a ton more popcorn now, which is kind of strange, but there's no coffee cart. Unless you start making caffeinated popcorn, SAP, I don't want it. So, anyway, back to this jersey. Apparently, somebody got a game worn signed Jones jersey, which is not actually true. These are worn during warm ups, not during the actual game itself. Uh, And they tried to sell it for five grand on eBay. And then, did it start at 10? Okay, so it started at 10 grand. And then it went down to five and I guess it was down to 25 and then it disappeared 35 and then 25 and then it disappeared.
0: Yeah. You're right there. Ah, we're seeing what we can do, but I just think it's, it's like, I get it. If, uh, hmm. yes, more coughs are for me, please. Um, I get it, you try to make a couple bucks after you buy a really cool jersey, but it was so fast, it was how fast the person caved, I mean it was 10 grand for a couple days, then 5 grand for a couple days, then 3, I mean it literally went in less than a week from 10k to 2.5, somebody bought it outright, but it was very, very odd the way that that happened, like usually you would be up there for 10k for a couple of weeks before you see a price adjustment, either way. He clearly finally sold it. Good on you, dude. Glad, glad. I wish, I wish I knew what you did sell it for. Cause we all, you know, everybody who owns one of those, you got to keep the value up. Um, finally, uh, we got into this a little bit. How awful are the Sharks commercials this year?
2: Rocket and I literally had this conversation one time when we were, when we were ice skating, we we literally like mapped out the trajectory their holiday videos have taken in the last six years. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no,
0: not the holiday videos. Although last year's holiday video was oh, well, really it's all sketchy. the same.
2: But yeah. last yeah. year Outside was the same was, companies.
0: Last year was the uh, v- uh, the in ear Brendan Dylan Santa thing, right? Yeah.
2: Which every uh, which, which every person night has done show. ever. Yeah. Like. It was it productive. was far
0: from an original idea. Let's put it that it way.
1: Was it was terrible. Well,
0: we've seen the the great advertising. In fact, I think they've won awards where it was, you know, they're more fun at their house than your... Oh, look, it's spreading. Good. Everybody's coughing now. Um, but they have the commercials where it's... Uh, what was it? They're more fun at our house than at your house. And you've got Thornton... Uh, you know, plunging a toilet. You've got Jonas doing leaf blowing. You've got Pavelski using some guy's toothbrush. I mean, um, although the one that that was a little sketch for me was the one where Evander Kane is like yelling to some about uh, what was it salad plates or salad forks or so. Either way, it was not a good look. <laughs> um, and then uh, some of the I'm trying to think what was it? What was the uh, the marketing campaign the year before? Uh, Oh, is that sharks for life? Oh, you you cheer for us. You cheer for us. We cheer for you. Yeah, where that's where we found the whole, uh, you know. And then semaphore, semaphore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, they
2: that one. The you cheer for us. We cheer for you. They they rode that wave for like two or three years, and then last year was when they did the they're more fun at your house, and then Mm -hmm. this year obviously they've opted for you know like acid trip. (laughs) cartoon Dude, by a that, preschooler
0: yeah you're not like that looks like looking at that that artwork and everything it's like is this something like did somebody who does shit for like cartoon network at 3 a.m win a contest
1: <laughs>
0: i mean so, funny. It's, so but that said yeah that's hopefully they get back to doing using players in funny situations because uh, yeah. this is yeah this is not a great look um, and then finally, the uh, ho- I wonder when the holiday video is going to drop. It seems like it gets later and later every year. You when know, like will drop well, this year? First one say, came you... out like December tenth, like f- you know eight nine years ago, and then it was like December eleventh, and then like last year it came out like the twenty third.
2: <laughs> well, if, if if you if you refer back to Rocket and Ice flow chart, which I'll we'll be happy to post on the internet, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the current trajectory they're at, uh, they won't have a holiday video this year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although
1: we did write holiday sweater part 2 like we wrote, we we wrote did,
2: it. and I was actually—I mean, I only came up with like one verse, but I was actually pretty proud of that. Yeah, so that it was actually did, really good. They'll maybe be, be singing that on can,
0: Discord after this.
1: Um, I was going
2: to say maybe the three of us should just you know get in a room, get in a room together, you know, maybe get some red wine and just belt some belt some lyrics out. Yeah, AJ right. needs to produce some beats.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> where did the what was the oil it up baby thing from? I mean, I understand they were the, like. Shit, that was in the, the barbershop but was that the sharks for life thing
2: yeah that that was part of the you cheer for us we cheer for you it was oh, Burns and, that's right Burns barber and Thornton, shop. yeah in the barbershop yes. i just talking about talking about commercials since we're already this deep in anyways i i missed the commercials um i missed the commercials where it was like uh player x is a lousy Occupation. Oh, hex.
0: yeah! It's like, like Pavelski's a lousy pizza delivery guy, but he's yeah, a great the, hockey player.
2: My favorite one was, uh, was my favorite McC- one was, McClellan. was Joe. Th- that one was really good because because <laughs> he just like totally makes fun of this dude for crying. But no, the. Um, <laughs> The Thornton one I really like because he's like, oh, here's your mail, and the guy's like, oh, it's my, all my mail's open. And Thornton's like, well, yeah. If I don't open it, how am I going to read it? Like, I still <laughs> to this day, I still to this day crack crack up at that one and just like stuff like that. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but um, wasn't
0: Pavelski was a lousy detective, right? And he did not like a e- e- eat yeah. a sandwich or something. Yeah, he the...
2: ate a he ate a dead guy's sandwich. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, See those yeah, like, when
0: the players are involved like that. They just turn it just, out more fun. Even it, when they did the animated holiday video with the where they're like on their way to Tahoe or whatever, and they so get that one sucked. Oh, that I thought it was. Terrible. I thought it was fine. Uh,
2: again, refer back to Rocket and Ice Flowchart.
0: Yeah, I like
2: it. <laughs> but either I, way, you had
0: a lot of players involved in that one.
2: And and that's the thing. Like you got to get the players involved, just because it's it's it it. it if, if nothing else, it, it makes your organization look like they can have fun and enjoy the small things and be a cohesive, you know, group off the ice, but also just the originality of it as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like even going back, like all the, you know, like I said, player X is a lousy this, like that's a very original idea. You didn't see teams do that very often. And, and even going like the, you know, the, they're more fun at our house and you cheer for us. We cheer for you. Like those are all really or, or original and like funny ideas. And, and, now, like I said, I don't know what the hell that acid trip yeah. one was, but it's, like.
0: it's Let's just say it's sus and move on. Yeah. All right. So clearly, uh, based on my speaking voice and everything, we have got to go. We should have ended this 20 minutes ago. So, uh, Rocket Backhander, where can the people find you on the social media?
1: Hey, you can find me on the social media, period. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter. Uh, talking about hockey and makeup and and you know uh, the weather the weather's insane out here and the wildlife and the problems we have with them uh rocket backender capital r capital b little @hunder76 on the twitter you can check me out also in photographic form on instagram rocket backender one word that's it
2: All right. Uh, So we had a great time. Uh, If I got a little edgy, I apologize. Um, I'm just very, I'm just very. You know what? We're all passionate, and we all have an opinion, and we all we all care. I mean, that's what it boils down to. So, if you feel like I singled you out, I'm very sorry. (laughs) And Um, unfortunately, all of
0: those people are on Twitter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and um, and yeah, you know, if you at the end of the day, if you if you think of me as like. Maybe a brother where you're like, oh my god, hockey jerk! I hate you, and you slam the door. But then like you love me, still. You can follow me on Twitter at hockey underscore jerk. Um, AJ mentioned it earlier. Please send us all of your five star reviews to our Apple Podcast account, and if you have any one star reviews, DM me on Twitter. I'd love to read them. Um, <laughs> and if you also want to send me an email as well, you can do that. Um, quick quick shout out here to um, my Russians and Malaysian bots in the house. <laughs> Quick quick shout-out to Luis Vasquez. He sent me an email. I very much enjoyed that. So if you want to send me an email, uh, hockeyjerk10 at gmail.com. Um, I, you know what? I, I, It can be your favorite stat, your favorite player, your favorite story. It can be a picture um, of a middle finger towards me because you're mad at me from this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, no, it's all good. Um, we love the team. We love talking to the team. And if you want to do that, that's where you can find me.
0: Okay. I am. I'm trying to power through. AJ underscore strong on all social media. That's how you find me. Uh, do us a favor again, as Jerk mentioned. Roll over to iTunes. Leave us some five stars. Leave us some hot, cool reviews over there. That would be super duper. Share everything with your friends where they can find us. Uh, I mean, you're you're aware, but we'll set you up again. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, and as I mentioned earlier. Uh, we're doing the Discord thing now, kind of our little green room post game show afterwards. Audio only never gets recorded. So let's just say you might hear some slightly more honest and profane opinions on the Discord. So enjoy us over there. Uh, usually go for a half an hour or so after each show. Uh, and hopefully it, that will help us make these shows a little bit shorter, <laughs> a little easier. To to uh, digest, so to speak. So with that, thanks very much for watching. We will catch you all next time with show eighty five. Wow, eighty five. Who who knew? So um,
2: can you believe this is our fourth season of doing this? Jeez,
0: no, that can't be right. Yeah, it's a hundred
1: percent.
0: Holy crap! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for checking us out, everybody. We will catch you all next week with Show 85. Have fun seeing the Discord. Good night, everybody.